1: the Muppets sing Tommy London. It's a slow burn. Can you feel it deep inside?
2: Waka waka! Take a wrong turn. And you may just miss the ride.
1: Blue magic. Going straight to your head. So tragic. If you start seeing red. Mm hmm. Clouds in my whiskey, heartbeat going down. Take aim, pull the trigger, not a minute too soon. Listen to my heart go boom, boom, boom. Take aim, pull the trigger, not a minute too soon. And listen to my heart go boom, boom, boom. boom. Did you say clouds in my whiskey? (laughs) I think I said blue magic. Tommy, you know we love you, brother. (laughs) It's It's only love that allows us to do a Muppets version of your hit. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome, everybody. The whole crew is here today. We Mm -hmm. are so excited. Thank you so much for joining us It's Thoughts That Rock. It's your favorite podcast. We give you great advice. You take it. That's how it works. And hopefully you do something with it. Well, you know what? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you
2: go. 50% of the show co-hosts care. We're actually very excited about today's show because uh, we have a sponsor here. Who's our sponsor? It is...
1: Yo, yo, yo. Killer Thug Tooth Jeweler.
2: Killer Thug in the house. The Tooth Jeweler is here. Yep, you can glam your grill with an elegant, semi-permanent, genuine Swarovski crystal. Mm. We use the same dental adhesives used for braces but this glamorous accessory is painless does not harm the tooth and is removable book your bling today killathug.com love it we should should have uh, (laughs) (laughs) we should have like ttr bling on our teeth i love it at what point do we get to that level that we go and all of us get our grills done
1: at what point can i have inappropriate phrases Straight across my oh, teeth. See, oh, you can do that now. Oh, can I? Yeah. Just when I smile, people are like, oh, I like that guy. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it says something inappropriate. <laughs> right. Hey, kill the thugs in the house. That's she can hook it. you up. <laughs> Love it. Listen, obviously, this podcast is a great way to get some free mm-hmm. little nuggets. But if you want the full deal. You want the full Monty, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you would love Certified Rockstar. I do. This is our edutaining culture and leadership training program. The whole crew comes. It's Jim. It's KT. It's myself. Mm-hmm. We do half day. Yep. We do full day. Uh-huh. We do multi-day. Love to. We do three-week vacations. Uh, sometimes. You've gone too far. Okay. We have an incredible interactive virtual version as well. Mm-hmm. You need to check it out to learn a, bit, uh, a little bit more. Bit, meh, 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 meh. I'm back to the <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> Muppets again. Hello, uh, certified rockstar.com. Check it out. Yeah, and as always, if you like the
2: show, and we hope that you do, do us a, a moment, do. a favor. You yeah. know, you can listen to the rest of the show, yep. but then immediately afterwards, mm-hmm. you got to scroll down to the bottom and give us a rating. You know, a five star rating is the only way we like to roll. Give us a review. It honestly does mean a lot when you do stuff like that it goes into the uh, oh,
1: uh.
2: <laughs> it goes into the algorithm can't get enough of that boom 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 it was it was i was trying to leave a five star rating <laughs> you were you were trying to do two things at once <laughs> i love was.
1: it Uh, Thoughts That Rock helps support Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding treatment options for kids who've run out of options. Um, Please, when you get a second, would you go check them out for us? It's part of the reason we do this podcast is to be able to support their fine work. It is cannonballkidscancer.org gee they're amazing yeah and
2: we know how busy you are and we said this earlier listen trying to grab some leadership moments mm-hmm. a, a few nuggets we like to say to amp up your life is that barbecue they're totally hard to come by which is why it doesn't really matter what you're doing right now nope. you could be i don't know doing some laundry oh
1: where's the tide
2: maybe you're building a wooden statue of burning man ow Or maybe you're sharing your baby with a monkey. Doesn't really matter to us. We just want to be the 30 minutes you've been looking forward to all week. Apparently your baby's a goat. Let's do this. Uh, We have a special guest today. It's Tommy London, who is... I love this. He's a vocalizer, a socializer, Mm -hmm. a DJ, hypnotizer, (laughs) and the front man for New York City's rock and roll hometown heroes, the Dirty Pearls. First and foremost, Tommy, welcome to Thoughts That Rock.
0: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: The legend. The legend is here. Can I just say, I love the fact that we've got astronauts like Scott Kelly we've got journalists like Soledad O'Brien and we've got rockers like Tommy (laughs) he is in the (laughs) house
2: come on on. honestly the audience has got to go and look at his full bio it's super fun to look at it we'll have all that in the show notes but Seriously, I, I couldn't just jump into the deep end without at least pointing out a couple of things I thought was cool. First mm-hmm. off, you know, he obviously is supported and toured with some of music's biggest icons like yep. Kiss and Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. Gin Blossoms, mm-hmm. The Darkness. Yeah. I love these guys. Gaslight, <laughs> Anthem, Cheap mm-hmm. Trick. Yeah. Are you doing sound effects behind me? I you? am. I <laughs> that's, am. That's, that's you awesome. can't <laughs> say The Darkness without giving oh, a that's little, true. Without doing a little bit of high falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, Tommy dropped uh, his debut single, Sugar Red Love and Make You Love Me, yep. and he recently released two new singles from his upcoming solo album, Emotional Fuse, including Say Whoa. Love Say Whoa. And Boom, Boom, Boom. Yes. And and that album's launching later in 2020. Hopefully we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I think when I was reading his bio, I think when Tommy's not DJing or performing somewhere in New York, you know, he moonlights as the host of two, not one, but two serious XM satellite radio shows Hair Nation. Yep. And Ozzy's Boneyard. Ooh, yeah. So we got a yeah. rocker in the house. He is, you know, just <laughs> representing that underdog rock and roll genre. Tommy has been nicknamed the Rocky Balboa of rock and <laughs> roll. We love it. That should be on your tombstone. It should be. <laughs> Tommy London, the Rocky <laughs> yeah, Balboa. That's a great idea. <laughs> we, that. that would be fantastic. If he doesn't, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> that's right. So, Tommy, right. you have uh, you said you've uh, been able to listen to a couple episodes. You know, we don't do a traditional interview style here. You know, we try and get right to the meat and potatoes, if you will, for what our fans, our audience is looking forward to, which is great pieces of advice. So, honestly, brother, we're going to leave the floor open to you. What is your thought that rocks? Thoughts that rocks number one.
0: Well, it's always been you get what you give. Mm. And. I learned that from my grandmother when I was a kid, and to be honest with you, I didn't understand it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She's giving me a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, and she's like, don't forget, you get what you give. I'm like, yeah, okay, I just want to open up this new toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I got older, and she explained it more to me, uh, you know, she was trying to say, hey, the positivity you give out to someone, you will get back in return, and that helps you to float even higher in the, in the, in the things you want in life, and I have found that to be true. I, I didn't understand it or agree to it, maybe in the beginning. Like, ah, come on. That's a bunch of BS. But as I got older and I was like, you know what? I started practicing it and it, it's very true. And I just want to pass that message on to anybody who will listen, you know?
2: How, how do you, on the part when you say it's true, like where has that really helped you in life? Because I, I assume I've listened to interviews with you before. You are a very positive guy. Has that other. Other than the time that maybe your grandmother said that to you during during the gifts, has that now always been a part of your life or do you feel like there's some moments where you've had to really think about that and be a little bit more positive? Because you are, dude. I mean, I listen to you all the time.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, there, I mean, there's always going to be a time in your life when you're like, oh, man, I'm down and out. I can't see you know of this getting any better but uh, i've always I'm not, I'm not, and i'm not trying to sound like tony robbins finding me mm-hmm. or a motivational speaker but i've just seen these things work for me it, it, it's funny in a rocky balboa type of way where you know you, you put stuff out there to people or, or i'm not just saying helping people and things like that which is always great but just a positive outlook on life will bring you uh, life back to you in in a whole different positive world and i saw it when when i got the gigs at serious like I just saw all these things start to change in my life that were because I was being positive to everyone around me. And I'll tell you another trick about it that was very important for me. Mm-hmm. If there's anyone around me in my life, a friend, a girlfriend, a family member that I was close to, not mom and dad. Those are a little bit different. That's a different thing. Aunt and uncles, cousins, whatever. If, if they brought negativity into my life, I would tell them so. Yeah. Hey, you're bringing, you're bringing this into my life. And I'm telling you, you're taking from me. I want to give you some of this, but you're taking it from me. And that's not how it's done. Mm-hmm. And I have to cut you out and, and I'll talk to you. Hi, goodbye. And what's great. Text me here or there, but I can't be around you and you're going to learn it the hard way. And, and I noticed that things changed in my life when I did that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, we had uh, a guest on gosh, almost a year ago now, yeah. um, talking about your inner circle. Right. And, and yep. how, how important it is to sort of protect that. And um, if they're not going where you're going, then they can't be part of that inner circle. Right. And that is uh, sort of yes. what I just talked about. Now, I'm curious. This, uh, the nickname of the Rocky Balboa of rock and roll. I, I mean, you look, is that because, gosh, when I look at even some of the people that you've toured with, you know, Gaga obviously had, um, her struggles, uh, as she worked her way up. Same with, I mean, kiss, give me a break. What, yeah. what guys get together and say, hey, we're going to do this in full makeup? <laughs> dress, dress. <laughs> you, you assume they had some stumbles along the way. Is it because you've been knocked down more than your fair share and you continue to get back up?
0: Yeah, you know what it is. I, I I got that nickname because rock rock pop rock and roll is a very hard sell in today's market. Yeah. yeah. So I'm the underdog. I'm the Rocky Balboa of rock and roll. I'm trying to be the guy. Hey, come on, let's go. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll get in the ring. Let's do it. I'll show you what we got. I love. You know, that. We we're contenders, but because it's a really pop and hip hop world, I'm not knocking that music. I love no, the country sure. too. It's up yeah. there, but rock pop rock and roll is is you know is just not. I don't want to say relevant because the right. tours sell like crazy, but yeah. at least in a radio commercial atmosphere, yeah. um, I, I, you know, on Spotify and things, the rock stuff isn't the number one stuff. Uh, exactly. The top 10.
1: You, we yeah, we so. got what Foo Fighters and that's about yeah, all we have Foo in Fighters this. Fighters
0: and Green Day, <laughs> yeah. and I love those. I love those bands. Yeah, they're slowly be, and I love them. I think they're yeah. great. And Green Day, but they're the go-to band. Have you watched the award shows? They just go to Foo Fighters or Green Day. That's right. I would love David Grohl to be like, you know what? Yeah, we'll play it, but I'm going to have this unknown band play it with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm going to show them off to the world or, or whatever, or have, have unknown bands or, or even if the or unsigned, I'm not saying to pick a local act, but whatever, yeah. to open up those tours and get them the exposure and maybe it'll reboot something.
2: You know, when I was working at Hard Rock and I was there 21 years, we would do a lot trying to teach even new managers or even employees about rock and roll and music in general, because we hired a lot of people that were in the industry, but they didn't know anything about music or certainly not about rock. And one of the things we used to say is you got to watch those award shows, no matter how painful they are, just that you're in the know, but they are painful and they've gotten worse for the same reason you said, (laughs) like there might be, maybe One rock band that's even on the show. The majority are not there anymore, and I don't know how you guys feel. I'm sure somebody's going to be throwing their their you know pounding on the the car that they're driving right now. But I do think that somebody like Kurt Cobain, I don't want to say he saved rock and roll, but he certainly took it in a different direction in the '90s, and maybe that's sort of what you're doing too. Like you know, not that you're holding on for dear life, but you want to educate people on this awesome genre that probably the three of us grew up on. And you're right. I mean, there's more classic rock stations that are failing than ever before. And they're turning into something else. that's pretty mainstream and that's tough. That's really, really tough to deal with.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting though, is their tours are the biggest tours. You'll yeah. see tours. I mean, I won't even touch the Rolling Stones. That's yeah, a whole yeah. different thing, yeah. but like uh, a Bon Jovi or uh, a kid rocks torn or whoever, like all these, all these bands still sell out Pearl jam. You yep. know, and the list goes on. It, they sell out because the the uh, the, uh, the uh, parents are taking their kids to these shows. When I was, when we opened for Kiss, I saw just as many kids as I saw grown Yeah, in all makeup. Yeah, <laughs> I saw more makeup in the audience than I did <laughs> <back> <laughs> <Yeah>. today,
2: man.
1: <laughs> We're wearing makeup now. Yeah, so that's you know, <laughs> just in honor of you. It's, uh, it's, that's awesome. I love that. So. You know, for those of you who haven't heard any of Tommy's music, I would highly recommend you you get and listen to it because it's not so. It's one thing when you listen. You know, the darkness. A, a band like that is an absolute throwback to yeah. you know to, right. to the '80s of just those. Ba- I mean, the first really huge concert I ever saw was Bon Jovi uh, on the Slippery When Wet tour with hmm. with oh, wow. with Cinderella opening that's right. Awesome. Yeah, like that's a that, nation. Right that there. was insane, right? But. You know, you look at the darkness, and it throws back to that time of the super high voice and the whole bit, and the spandex and the whole bit. But that's, I mean, Tommy's bringing it modern, right? It's rock and roll, but it's got all the flavor and all the stuff that still is relevant today. And that, to me, is is the hardest. It's the hardest part, right? And as a musician, as an artist, especially, you know, this idea of you get what you give. I mean, is that not the reason you do what you do? Uh, You know, you create this music to generate this feeling, this response, this giving people a chance to connect to you and the music in a way that's powerful and maybe takes them, gives them a little reprieve from the shit storm that is life at the moment. Yeah, right. uh, Right? Is that not how it is Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know what it is too is like, I when when I do the shows and I, I I don't have any songs that are about political things or yeah. I just want to keep it uplifting and and for each zone, i I leave that up to I love Springsteen and Bono but I'll let them be the ones to yeah. yeah I I just want to go out there and with the, with that David Lee Roth type of thing go out there and entertain and, and have your minds off of everything that's going on uh, in in the world for just at least forty minutes you
2: know I and think that's and awesome.
0: I, and when I was doing this record which was supposed to come out in this past May, but due to obviously what happened, yeah. I delayed it till probably, I probably won't drop it till next spring. You know, oh, really? Okay,
1: tests. that late. Well,
0: figuring, figuring, I, I mean, I worked so hard on the record that yeah. I wanted to do, I had all these shows yeah. like, in LA and New York and every, uh, Philly uh, to, uh, for the album release party. And I just worked so hard at it that to me just to put it out would be just like, oh. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So I'll drop some singles maybe and videos along the way leading up to the, to the record. But when I made the record, I was I really was going after Billy Idol because yeah. I feel that Billy Idol still transcends today. Yep. He could come out today and those songs, were, I mean, are still relevant. Like they, You could play them in a club. And a and a girl can shake her ass and a guy can shake his fist.
1: Yeah, and that's
0: what I was yeah. going for.
2: That's you perfect. know, <laughs> that should also be on the tombstone. That stuff. is literally <laughs> a lot of work. That's a that is a t shirt. Tommy London. Oh, Tommy <laughs> London lies here. He needs
0: yeah. to you shake your ass and he needs
1: <laughs> to you shake your
2: fist. Both. Well, and I think the fact that you have realized the lane that you want to stay in, right? It's probably very relevant today when you look at your thought. You know, there's so much anger and frustration in the world and society right now but if you've got this hopeful positive for change message, um, you can't go wrong right because you're gonna make people feel right. good you know that's I, I just think that's fantastic I, I think when I first heard this there's a there's a new radical song out did you w- w- did the quote come from a song or literally you just heard that from your grandmother?
0: No, I actually heard that from my grandmother, but I do like that. So I didn't. I forgot about that song. till so you just mentioned it. That's actually a great song. You get what you give. Yeah. Yeah, but That's,
2: when you, when you listen to the words, it's about that. It is all like, yeah. hey, listen. There's all this craziness and darkness, and don't give up. There's you know, sort of the. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. I just, I I love that whole mentality. And and you know, Brandt is an avid musician, and I I would assume that this would have worked very well in. You know keeping your your mind sane in a very tough industry like music like it is yeah it's bitter in a lot of ways it's it's you know dog eat dog you know in in a lot you guys probably have more war stories than i ever will but
1: you know tommy we had so i was my band's called big kettle drum and and you know we toured for the better part of 20 years and a couple record deals and never never really yeah. made it to that next level uh, enough to make a living uh, enough right. to 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 be famous in you know iowa um uh, but outside of that it was (laughs) It wasn't a whole lot. (laughs) And so, you know, our last record was called uh, I Thought You'd Be Bigger uh, because that is literally (laughs) what people say. (laughs) People said that. Sounds like
0: my girlfriend from high school (laughs) said that too. Hello. (laughs) It is, uh,
1: you know, it is though, it's one of those deals that. No matter how bad a show you might have had, you're out on tour. You're playing. Um, you literally get what you give in those shows. And so, if you if there's 12 people in the audience and you were expecting 200, um, if you don't give it like you would have for a full house, uh, that show's gonna suck. Yeah. And and so, 100. You know, is that the same? You've yep. sort of you've got to have been there where you're. You know, you're oh, yeah. freaking. Kentucky somewhere and there's some dude in front of you screaming free bird for three hours, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you
0: know, you know what, you know what, I, when you, when you, when you're given lemons, you got to make lemonade. Yeah.
1: So when,
0: when I, any, any place I played and I'm including rehearsals from rehearsals it's to, true. to rooms with five people to rooms that are sold out. We're opening for Gaga Kiss. Every time I'm playing, it's the Madison Square Garden. It's my show, and it's a headline show. Yeah. Every time, it has to be in my mind, and I have to deliver that show like that. Like I said, even rehearsals, because I gotta, I gotta give it. I want to give it all that energy that I know I'm going to put into it to, to, to see what comes out of it. Yeah. There's a,
1: there's a great video online for those of you listening, um, of Tommy with Gaga and this sing off at one of Tommy's shows. <laughs> yeah. and it's just, I've seen it. it's just killer. Yeah. And, but it's that <laughs> level of energy, right? I'm like, that's the level of energy yeah. that you want to bring. Cause the, you, if you just, this is the interesting part. If you just watch the crowd. There are more hands in the air. There are more... Even when even when they're not singing, the hands are still in the air because that energy coming off the stage is just 100%. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was impromptu with her. She came up and I looked at the drummer and, and I said, just keep the beat going and follow what I do. And then I just was... Uh, going through different melodies of songs, and it was, was a really epic moment. It was, it was awesome. Fun.
2: The sing-off, I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and we wind up. We've had to transition now because we make our livelihood as speaking. You know, being in front of groups. You know, we're authors in, in addition to podcasters, but we do you know thirty, forty, fifty keynote speeches, sometimes in front of thousands of people. And same thing, whether we're doing it virtually here, whether we're standing in front of five people or five thousand. I think we're probably of the same irk. We're the same makeup, the three of us, that we're going to be so passion committed. I'd rather be up there in front of five people and just sweat my butt off and people go, holy crap, that was like the first time he's ever done that. I think you get credit for that that's that's legacy leaving type stuff right
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah man thanks yeah of course
2: it's a lot of fun yeah. you know and i think you know maybe the idea also is yeah you give what you know you get what you give but could you be doing a little bit more and i think that fits perfectly into our thought as well what was our uh,
1: thought that rocks this week brandt so our thought that rocks comes from richard bach uh, American author, and uh, it's great. It says this. Oh, rock, number two. Your conscience is the measure of the honesty of your selfishness. Listen to it carefully. And I think that this is really key, right? So when we, when we sort of saw what Tommy was gonna to share, we, we started thinking through, what's the measure of that? You know, what's the real measure of you get what you give? And it's not necessarily that uh, you you get blessed with you know sweet opening gigs and promotions at work and you make more money right. and all you know sometimes sometimes um, it's just your conscience <laughs> and is the, the <laughs> that idea that your conscience is the measure of how honest you're being about truly how selfish you are so if you should be giving more that little voice inside of your head is whispering to you you're not doing enough mm-hmm. you know maybe you should be putting other people first maybe you should be giving it a little bit more than you are right now and i think that that's to me as an artist that's got to be the thing that, that would drive me crazy at times is the self-doubt of oh, i phone that in oh yeah. uh, gosh i didn't really give it my all on that deal i mean what do you do tommy when you get you walk off the stage and you know that it just wasn't your night
0: oh man i i um yeah i have a hard time and my bandmates are like dude that was great i could nah it wasn't. You know, I felt that was that part. Yeah. You know, something went wrong, whether whatever it should be, yeah. or I felt I didn't have the crowd at a certain moment when I should have, or I wanted to hit that note when I went for this note and whatever it should be, you know, but, uh, and then, uh, I mean, I, you know, it takes maybe two days and I get over it, but, but I'll dwell <laughs> on it for, yeah. for quite some time. You know what one of my biggest problems is after a show? What? What's that? And this has always, always been this way with me. And uh, if I see people that I know, where I recognize could yeah. be from like a social media thing or a friend uh, after a show or during the show or, but more than but more likely after the show because they're trying to say hi to me or talk yeah. or whatever if, if I don't get to have that time with them I I, I reach out to them I feel so bad and, yeah. and guilty yeah. I, it, it bothers me the next day or when I get home that night truly bothers me if they're friends of mine I'll text them thank you sorry to get to talk to i say hi to you because you know what There's, especially in New York City when I'm playing the show there are a million things to do that night and you chose to come here and hear me sing yeah, and yeah. and you you tried to say thank you or or hey or let me know you were there and i want you to know that I know you were there and I appreciated you for being there. And that, that always eats me up after a show
2: sometimes. Yeah. So I'll just
0: hide. So I'll just hide.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's an easier, that's an easier route, right? (laughs) I I think I'm probably like you. I mean, I, it would bum me out if somebody went out of their way and it was a friend, especially if, if uh, you know, I'm on the road and they've taken time out to come and see me do, do my thing. But, you know, going back to another thing you were saying, I'm not sure that I could get over. If I felt like I wasn't at hundred percent, I couldn't get over it in a couple of days. Like it almost doesn't erase until my next gig. And if that's a month away, I'm in the ditch, man, for like a month. It really yeah. does bum me out. And so, you know, people that know me know I hate doing stuff half ass. I just hate it. And uh, for whatever reason, it may have been the environment or my headspace or whatever it is. When that happens, man, it just it, it, it just freaks me out, I think. And maybe it's easier you know, for, for you guys probably to do that. And you've got a little bit more of a music background. I hold on to that thing for dear life and be like, Oh,
1: what could I have done differently? (laughs) I think you gotta, it's the letting it go. Right. So I I just watched um, that beastie boys documentary uh, that they did. I heard about that. Uh, Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. You know, they did it like more like they were in a theater and they did it sort of live. And then they played some clips uh, on the screen behind them. It was an interesting way of doing it as a little different than maybe some of the other documentaries that you've seen. But, um, you know, one of the things that you watched happen in this sort of spirit of your conscience is the measure of the honesty of your selfishness. You know, the Beastie Boys, when they first came out, um, were four people and had a girl as part of the band. And they ended up um, uh, sort of just not really pushing her out, but just sort of not including her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And and they came back, and that's when Rick Rubin really took over, and, and sort of Rick... Did his thing and didn't really give her any particular parts. And before you know it, they just left her out of yeah, everything. And all the gone. guys started hanging out together. And from that point forward, it was just wow. the three of them. Um, but here's the here's the beauty. This is why I say that this is this your conscience is the measure of the honesty of your selfishness. They felt like shit that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in years later, after they finally had some huge success, they were able to go back and she had a, uh, an all girl band at that time and was able to sign them to their oh, label. that's cool. And really tried to pay. Some yeah. of that back, right? And I think that's that's really that bit that conscious uh, your your conscience really eating at you when you've done something like that. And I mean, you go back to the Rocker, right? The movie The Rocker, mm-hmm. when uh, yeah, yeah. Vesuvius uh, makes it right, and and they leave out fish, yeah. And and their conscience, <laughs> you know, it's that it's that same thing that that um, the the music business is such a hard business that when you finally get that break, it's like at all costs. So, you know, what yeah. is what is this what what are you willing to do to take it to that next level? And that's the right. hard that's the hardest part because you do get what you give. And if you're an asshole yeah. and you start cutting people out left and right, yeah, it will come back to bite you. And the people that can hold true to those values and try to make sure that like Tommy reaches out when they don't get a chance to spend that time, if they don't mm. do that, um it really affects their ability to create a fan base that's willing and loyal and all those sorts of things. Because these days there are too many options, yeah. right? I'm yeah. Like if they don't like you, yeah. it's like, okay, I'll turn the station and listen to 25,000 other people who sound just like you. And that's the, <laughs> that's the hard part. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, a side note too, people don't realize uh, musicians who are wanting the brass ring and going for the record deal, which I don't even know truly exists anymore right. in the way that we knew it to be. Right? That's right. But, but, they, As soon as you get it, oh, yeah, I made it. No, you didn't. Now you're back at the bottom of the ladder again. you got to work your way up again. You're not out of the ring yet. That's you right. Yeah. It's like, you could be the biggest uh, band in, in your hometown or area city, whatever it should be. And you're the king. You're the king of the mountain. Yep. You get the record deal. You're back on the bottom of the totem pole. And now you got to earn your stripes. That's, you right. It's,
2: That's exactly people right. People don't realize that. And so what is maybe the next step for you, Tommy? I mean, like what would be like the, the, the perfect Nirvana moment for you to say, man, I, I mean, maybe you've already, you're there and you're on a plateau, but is there a next thing for you?
0: Well, I, you know, I guess putting out this record, I was, I was really uh, looking forward to that this year. And now I got to, like I said, push that to next year. But the one thing I was really going for with my music was trying to go towards uh, TV and movies and soundtracks and, 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 and because I feel that that might be the niche for this kind of music. If you have all these young or old, whatever, pop and hip hop artists submitting music, it's oversaturated where this sound could actually win. Mm-hmm. You right. know, all of a sudden, if all of a sudden Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 3 used say, whoa, that's a game changer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No so doubt. that might be the route. And without a label. That to me would be the thing people I say all the time, well, oh, you don't need a label anymore. Well, it depends on what degree you want to take it. If you want to go on the road, where are you getting the money at? Yeah. You know, where what? are you going to get that opening slot for a bigger act? Like it's going to take, it's going to take somebody with some muscle.
2: Yeah. You know? What if, it, you know, something like if we played boom, boom, boom at the beginning of the episode, do you think that would help?
0: that would be amazing No, be even better play it before every episode
2: yes oh i see how this goes you give them an inch you see what happened you know know what you know
0: what i'll take one you get what you give. i'll take one
2: that's fine hey we we can have tommy london sponsor the show that's That's no problem you know
1: when uh (laughs) i i can vouch that when animal planet used big kettle drum song as background for bears doing it in the woods you know we saw a bump we got a nice (laughs) little check and we saw a little bump.
0: But that's so great, man!
1: Isn't that great though? You know, still get here's Planet the, money. Here's the funny thing, Tommy. This is the biggest. We we joke that Big Kettle Drum is Hollywood's most dangerous band, and um, the reason that we call ourselves that is because—and this is not an exaggeration—every. Single show that has used our music has been canceled. The next year, like if not, <laughs> no. we are we are six for six in shows that have used our stuff and been canceled. I mean, everything from Fat and Furious on Discovery Network to uh, you know um, uh, Hand of God on Amazon. I'm like, we thought we might have one. There's a critically acclaimed show. We took it down before the freaking second season ever came out, and that is, uh, you know, that is the beauty of of this business right you you get what you give you're not getting invited to Ozzy's <laughs> oh, we are, Boneyard, we are so you not know. getting invited to Ozzy's <laughs> bone yard. No. he just figured out that we're new to avoid that's right we're going to take down hair nation uh it is it is crazy you know but that's that's just amazing listen man you uh we are huge fans of yours and just love what you oh, do love you. the positivity you bring into the world uh, what's the best way for Thank people you. to stay in touch with you? Like, how can they continue to follow your journey as you plan to release this record next year?
0: Oh, yeah. Fi- uh, social media, uh, Facebook, you can look up Tommy London, and same with Twitter. But uh, mostly everything's Instagram these days. Yep. You can find me on there at official Tommy London. Because the, the the jackass that has what? Tommy London who posts... Hey, listen, this guy has Tommy London. He posts nothing since like 2008, uh, and he won't uh... give up the name. So I had to go with the official... Tommy
2: London on Instagram. We're gonna, that dude's just are in your We're hotels. starting a campaign right, right now. <laughs> now. Let's let's the unofficial Tommy London. We want yeah. nothing to do with him. That's He's right. dead to us. That <laughs> son right. of a bitch. That's yeah. Right. Hey man, we're we're so thankful not just for you know what you're doing to help prop up rock and roll, but also to uh, just spend a little bit of time with us, man. It's always fun when we can get somebody in the music industry. And uh, again, we have CEOs and and uh, you'll see a lot of people in restaurants and hospitality and sports people, but. You know, music is uh, it, its a tough industry, and, and rock and roll in general is, in fact, the underdog. So, dude, thanks for all that you do, and uh, hopefully we can spend a little Thank bit you. more time with you down the road.
0: Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for having me. I was looking forward to this all, all month.
2: This oh, great. Day. Thank you. You almost said just all day, but that's <laughs> fine. We'll take all month. That's fine. <laughs> I
1: was
2: looking forward to this <laughs> between two and three, <laughs> three. Two and three. And to be done by three.
1: <laughs> we understand.
2: We get it. All right, man. Listen, we're going to follow your journey. I hope people check out your stuff in the show notes. You're awesome.
0: That'd be great. Thank you so
1: much, guys. We'll talk thanks, to you brother. Soon. Appreciate on. it.
0: All right. Take
1: care. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode.
2: Yeah. And if you're interested in having Brant or me or both of us speak at your event, whether as a webinar for a virtual event or in person as a conference keynote, Contact us directly at ThoughtsThatRock.com Until next time, rock on. on!